Good morning, everyone. A beautiful day for practice. Beautiful day of emptying. Just feeling the quiet of the room. Letting your eyes close softly. It's feeling the soft touch of your eyelids. Beginning that gentle process of putting your mind in your body, attention in your body, your body in your mind. Slowly filling your attention with the feeling of the sitting body. Letting the idea of the body melt away and just feel sensation. Feel that elemental experience the Booker spoke of last night. Feel the weight, the vibration, the pulsing. Feeling the shape and the form a sense of aliveness. It's noticing how your attention sustained in the same location as your body brings a, a gentle, unforced stilling. Noticing how the gentle stilling of your sitting body brings a kind of settling or stilling of the mental waves. It just everything quiets down a little bit. We'll begin by giving our attention, our scattered minds, an anchor, and our general anchor will be this ever-available, ever-present sitting body. It senses that you'll notice after a short while without any kind of prompting at all, you will notice the sensations that arise when your body breathes. You'll notice the, maybe the gentle expansion and contraction of the whole body, a kind of throbbing. You may notice the rise or fall of the the belly or chest. You may notice without directing or controlling breath, you may notice the feeling of the air passing the nostrils or upper lip. Just getting used to and perhaps even enjoying the body's experience of its own breathing. And letting that experience, wherever it's most obvious, most clear, letting that be your home base, a primary anchor for your attention, a place to return to. A place to feel the intimacy, the harmonizing of the mind and body, the attention and body. Breath by breath, moment by moment, just this breath, just this moment.
For some of you, bringing attention to the breath is not so obvious or easy or may have difficult associations with the breath. It's also perfectly fine to use the sense of the whole body as an anchor because it's here. Every moment that your attention is here, it is emptying of past, emptying of future, emptying of ideas, of present even, just filling with life right where it touches you. Feeling the texture of your life. Letting your body and attention guide you to a calm abiding Notice how effortlessly the body is felt, how effortlessly the breath is felt. Received in awareness. How natural and effortless it is to be aware Just this breath, just this moment, just this body. We are giving a selective attention to our body and breath. However, many other experiences are likely to come and visit. It's part of our sense world. Sounds may come, other sensations, moods and thoughts. Be gracious, notice them, come and go. And as they fade, just keep reconnecting, harmonizing your mind and body with your kind and interested attention. Just noticing, feeling, and enjoying the body's experience of itself, the body's experience of its own breath. It's also highly likely that from time to time, 
when thoughts arise, they may not be noticed, and you may become lost in thought, absorbed. That's inevitable. But eventually, mindfulness re-arises. We wake up to where we are. And at that time, we just appreciate our re-arising mindfulness, mindful attention, and in support of remaining undistracted, anchored to the living present, we connect again with our body. Don't make anything else of it. No judgments, no evaluation. Just keep reconnecting. This is how we build the conditions for calm and focus and clarity. Just this moment.
again, no matter how many times you realize you've been lost in thought, daydreaming, wandering, that moment of recognition is a moment of mindfulness. So appreciate that. You're now aware. And the moment of awareness, of re-arising awareness, is an opportunity to gently put the puppy back on the paper, trying to train it to stay here. No space for judgment or evaluation, just reconnect. Appreciate that sense of just being aware. There's no higher mountain to climb than that moment of being aware. And then letting that continuity of awareness be supported by the, the call of your sitting body and your breath. Just notice the effect of your mind staying in your body, your body staying in your mind without any strain or tension, just being received. Just this moment, just this breath, just this sitting body.
when you hear the sound of the gong, that becomes our next object of mindfulness. Notice how the sound arises, fades. Notice the, then the impulse to open your eyes. Notice the opening of your eyes. Noticing the beginning of outer sight. The impulse to make movements with your body. And so the practice continues. Everything equal, equal opportunity, mindfulness. Already a great pleasure to sit with all of you. Um, just to remind you that there's a, there's a very gradual settling in process. And as James spoke of last night, how important it is to be really patient because we, just to consider, we have a lot more practice at, um, at our mind jumping ahead and uh, figuring out we're, we're dominated in our lives by the rational mind and, and often are not so connected to the living reality, not so connected to our bodies. And so we get to see this. So sometimes insights at the beginning are, are um, you could say they're bad news, but it's really good news. You get to see the, uh, the fruit or the effect of our lives. And all we're doing in a way is shifting the balance. Obviously, we need to plan. We need to do these things in our lives. But we shift the balance to uh, taking in enough of present time that we can learn something and enough of present time where our present experience becomes so compelling that our desire to be somewhere else and to focus so much on somewhere else becomes a little less. So that we actually inhabit our lives and, and don't miss them. Because uh, it's pretty, I, already I feel the richness of just sustaining a little time, uh, present time with you. So that's a gradual process of patience. And as James said last night, leave your evaluations and judgments uh, at the door. He didn't put it in those terms, but... Uh, but of course, you will notice the evaluating mind, but just don't believe it. It doesn't matter what you, how you think about your practice. What matters is the moment that you're aware. That's the bottom line. Um, and we started this morning by just putting your mind in your body, your body in your mind, using the anchor of the body and breath. But as we go through the retreat, because what shows up in our mind, in our lives, is our sounds, the sensations, moods, uh, everything, internal, external experience. We ultimately use everything as our reminder of our love of being present. Everything. So there's nothing that you can notice, whether it's a thought, whether it's a feeling, whether it's a, um, 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 a um, sound, nothing that can be noticed is, um, um, is wrong. It's, it's good news if you're noticing it. And we will give systematic instructions how to include all the other things that will be part of our, that are part of our uh, stream of, of experience. Uh, but we give a little selective attention at first so that we calm our mind and body a little bit, settle and create the conditions to be able to see more clearly everything else. When we're really, really scattered, it's hard to notice. So uh, we're just settling a bit. So be super patient and try to enjoy it. Enjoy the body's experience. 
Um, enjoy the breath. Enjoy all the aspects of the, the day. It's not meant to be, as Alan Watts said, a grim duty. It's not self-punishment meditation. It's, it's about, he, as he calls it, digging the present. Grooving with the eternal now. Anyway, I won't go on. Any burning questions before we go on to, we have some uh, wonderful aspects of this morning's um, gathering, but any burning questions about the instructions or anything you noticed this morning? Anything about settling in here? Okay, great. Well, we now, should I wait till later to do the group thing? Well, anyway, in case you have questions, half of you, uh, I know it's early in the retreat, but half of the group, because of the, the numbers and the desire to meet with you a couple times on the retreat, half of you will be seen today in a group to just talk about settling in and whatever you're noticing so far. And the groups for half of you, mostly the people who are uh, either on your first retreat ever or first time at Spirit Rock, and some of the slightly more experienced meditators will be meeting today just because of the, the, the numbers. But there will be uh, interview sheets posted, group meetings posted on the uh, columns between the doors. And I will be meeting with the groups that I have, and the groups will be at 11 and at 2.45 today. And I will be meeting with people in the meadow uh, down the hill, just past that gratitude hut that you may have seen as you were walking up. You'll turn right and down into a meadow, and we'll be sitting outside under, under a tree, I hope. I think it might be before, just before the gratitude hut. Listen to just before the gratitude hut? Okay, just before the gratitude hut. There's a little right turn. And uh, Booker will be meeting in the upper walking hall. So the upper walking hall will not be during the groups available for walking. And James will be behind the council house, uh, which is the place where everybody registered. Is that correct? They got their uh, room, room assignment. Uh, yeah, where you got your room assignments. So behind that building, uh, James will be meeting. Go around to the right of, of the council house and there's a path and meet with people back there. And the, just to say that these group meetings are, um, we consider them not really optional uh, because it feels like our responsibility to check in with you, to know what's happening with you, yours to check in with us. So please come to your meeting today. Uh, if, you, if you are scheduled, half of you today, half tomorrow. So there will be more said about this. So. Have a great day of practice, and I guess you're next, James. Yeah, so um, we want to do that um, cell phone renunciation uh, ceremony. Um, renunciation is a word that can often uh, connote a, a kind of uh, um, sacrifice, but in the Buddhist teachings, it's, uh, it's the joy of letting go. Uh, and realizing that um, in that letting go, there can be an ease and a spaciousness and a lightening of the of what we might be carrying. And so, um, in the last several years, we've been doing this as a as a an integral part of the retreat because the relationship we have with our devices is so meaningful and. Uh, and and so addictive as well. And uh, if this is new to you, you will likely find it's a great relief. Once you see, oh, I've got everything right here in this moment within this body and mind and within my environment, uh, it's a great relief. So um, will be coming up when you're, um, uh, if you're ready to do that. And if you've already turned in your cell phone to the managers, um, you can come up too in line. And uh, there'll be two lines on, on either side. And 
we can come up um, from one from each line. And as you put the phone in, uh, the, the bell will be rung, uh, honoring your the, the uh, witnessing the joy of your letting go. And we will bow to you and um, just notice your experience that we can go expeditiously. You don't have to have a, a deep uh, uh, ceremonial uh, say goodbye to your phone. You can just put it in and bow. And um, But notice what happens, the whole process as you're going up. Oh, my goodness, what am I doing? And oh, and letting go and notice uh, whatever comes up. And you'll probably notice the, the relief. Um, maybe not in that moment, but five minutes later, or 10 minutes later, or whenever, just keep on noticing. Um, so uh, let's do that. Everybody who's ready to uh, participate in the ceremony, you can have two lines on, on either side of the, the room. And if, as I said, if you've already uh, handed in your phone, then uh, get in the line anyway, and, uh, and we can honor your relinquishment. You will get them back, don't worry. We'll keep them in very safe uh, care. Yeah. Oh, yes, please turn it off so it's ready to serve you when, when you get it back. Okay, so please come on up and one from each side. And you can just, if you've already given it, just offer like that as a gesture. Okay, thank you. Yes, there's a lot of people so we can have the lines moving fairly quickly. Yeah, and go back down the center. you and again notice what goes on for you right now and how that uh, might continue to um, reverberate uh, in the next few minutes and um, yeah feel the relief and the joy uh, in letting go so now um, Booker's going to uh, share with us oh, thank you Aaron 
uh, is going to share with us the walking instructions, which is uh, an integral part of the, the retreat and the practice. That's a big haul. <laughs> Thank you so much for that practice of renunciation. So this morning I'm going to share with you um, some ways to support you in your walking meditation practice. Um, as James said, this is an integral part of our retreat practice. It's not the extra thing that we do or the scheduled nap time. <laughs> We really invite you to explore this practice to deepen in what's happening through the morning instructions. We all have different learning styles, ways that we understand information, the way that it's known through our experience. And so I find that walking meditation helps things to sink in a little bit more. It gives us a a somatic experience to our practice. If we're sitting for a long time, we can kind of begin to compress and also kind of stew in papancha or rumination. And movement, whether it's yoga or whether it's walking, can allow that energy to move through so we can digest it a little bit more and have a deeper understanding. So you might have noticed I've already unraveled my body because sometimes if we're sitting cross-legged for a long time, we don't realize that our muscles aren't quite ready to stand up. So we just want to take a moment to make sure that, um, that our legs are ready, you know? And so when we stand up, when we begin our practice, we start in a standing posture. So there's four postures of meditation. There's sitting, standing, walking, and lying down. So we begin with that standing posture. I like to have my feet just underneath my hips and take a moment to really like root into my feet, keeping my knees soft. And I'm ready to begin. So classically what we do is we take about 10 or 20 paces, pause and go back the other direction. And so what it looks like is when I'm ready, I'm gonna lift, move and place my heel, the ball of my foot, my toes onto the earth as my heel begins to lift up. And so for some people, they like to begin this way, to really feel the mechanics of walking, to really feel into um, the balancing of the body, what's shifting, what's moving. As Howie said, it can get really compelling to understand like what's happening as we find ourselves sort of floating in midair and then finding that rooting, that grounding again. When you get to the end of your 10 or 20 paces, you're going to pause, slowly turn around, and begin again, going in the other direction. So some people like to explore their practice very, very quickly, and that's fine as long as you're mindful, as long as you know that you're lifting, placing, lifting, placing, lifting, placing, as long as you know that there is mindfulness, that you know exactly what you're doing. Some people like to move fast at the beginning to kind of burn out some energy and then maybe they slow down. And other people will start very slow to feel the mechanics of the body and then go faster. So you don't need to do the slow robotic movement. That's not what we're doing here. If you want to, you can. But it's really about keeping the mind, um, having a sense of collection, a collective mind. So some people will say, oh, I go for hikes and that's mindful movement. Uh, you know, that can be my mindfulness walking period. It can be. And if we're walking and we're constantly looking, you know, making sure that, um, you know, we're not stepping on a lizard, we're not twisting our ankles, where am I going? I, oh, I've lost the map. The mind can be a little bit scattered. Um, so that's why the, the kind of pacing of 10 to 20 steps can bring some cohesion to the mind. So I invite you, if you're new to walking meditation, I invite you to keep that that shorter pace at the beginning. And then you can explore um, what it's like to go on a longer hike and see if you can keep that cohesion of the mind while practicing longer. If the mind gets distracted by sound or sight, that is still being mindful of the body. 
So you might want to pause for a moment and turn your attention to the sense doors that have been awakened, sight, hearing, um, uh, the felt sense of the skin. And um, it's going to be hot this week. And so if people are feeling that it's just too hot to go out and go for a walking practice, there are some other ways that we can bring movement into the body outside of the yoga. So we can also bring um, our hands to our laps. And we can practice by lifting the fingers. This is another way of knowing this movement practice in a more still way. We can bring the wrist into that. We can bring the shoulders into it. We can bring the elbows into it. It's another way that we can bring more movement in. We can also bring the fingers to the heart space. And as you breathe in, you can lift the heart, bringing the elbows back towards each other. And then crossing one arm over the over the other, rounding the spine, dropping the chin down to the heart. And as you breathe in and open up again, you can exhale and bring the opposite arm over, really rounding the spine. And so I've seen some people bring in these arm movements into the walking to bring a little bit more interest. This can also be done as a sitting practice. Um, but it's just important to bring movement into your practice. It'll transform your practice, I promise you. So thank you, and really enjoy it. See what's compelling. I once sat for three months, and I felt like I understood um, birth, aging, and death through the bottoms of my feet. It can really be um, compelling and exciting. Um, so really enjoy yourself with that practice today. Thank you. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.